everybody. Thanks for coming back and joining me on another episode of Not Strictly Disney. Today we're going to talk about something paranormal. It is a true story, something that happened to me. This is not made up. And I'm going to tell you about an incident that happened to me approximately 21 years ago. I did blog about it nine years ago, or was it 10? Nine or 10, I don't know exactly. But I'm going to be referring to that blog post, so uh, I don't want to forget any important details. Because this was weird. I mean, I have experienced things all my life since I was very young. But this is the first time that something big happened. So, let's get this started. I'm going to tell you about my visit to a haunted restaurant. Okay. (laughs) I was interviewed for this uh, by Jim Harold. And he featured this story on one of his podcasts called The Campfire. Now, since this is old, uh, you can still access it if you are a member of his Plus Club. But that's the only way I know that you can hear the interview. But anyway, so let's get to the story. Okay, approximately 21 years ago, I was visiting some friends in Hanford, California. And we all got to talking about ghosts. So they proceeded to tell me about an old jail that had been turned into a restaurant. And reportedly it was haunted. Of course, I immediately stated that I wanted to check this place out. So we agreed to visit the the location the following day. Excuse me. Alright, so the next day we went into town and we made our way to the restaurant. I was disappointed to see that they were closed, but one of my friends noticed that there were people inside, so she knocked on the glass. One of the employees came over and opened the door to see what we needed, and that's when my friend asked if we could take a look around. They promptly pointed me out and informed the employee that I loved ghosts. So, the employee let us in. She gave us a brief history of the place, and then told us that everyone who works in the restaurant becomes a believer within their first two weeks of employment. Can you believe that? Of course, I was was just taking it all in. I thought this was awesome. So we were all wide-eyed at that statement, and when she offered to give us a brief tour, we were like, woo, let's do it. So off we went. We went upstairs, we went through rooms, we went downstairs. She even pointed out a spot on the stairs where a female inmate had committed suicide by hanging herself. Very interesting stuff, and very sad, too. Now, she said that she had to get back to work, but she also said that we were free to roam around and that we should check out the back of the restaurant, which used to be solitary confinement. So she pointed us down a hallway and told us that once we were done, we could just exit out of the back door. All right, so there we go, down the hall and around. We found about three or four tiny cells that now could be reserved for a cozy dinner for two. (laughs) Each cell contained uh, one very small table and two chairs. 
So we're standing there looking and talking, and for some crazy reason, the six of us decided to cram into one of those solitary confinement cells. We were laughing and making jokes. After a few minutes, we decided to leave, so one by one, we exited the cell. Now, I was the last person in the cell. Before leaving the cell, I was compelled to pause, and I just stood there looking around. And I remember thinking to myself, what an awful place to be stuck in all by yourself. So I turned to leave when suddenly something, someone grabbed the strap of my shoulder bag and gave it a very strong tug. I mean, strong enough for my shoulder to jerk backwards. Now, I turned around to see what my purse had gotten caught on because That was the first thing I thought. I didn't think paranormal. I thought my purse must have gotten caught on a chair or something. Well, I turn around and I see that there was nothing for it to catch on. I was at least two feet from the chair and two feet from the wall, and there was nothing for my purse strap to catch on. I let out a big yelp, (laughs) and my friends, who by this time were outside of the restaurant, came running in to find out what was wrong. I'm going to pause for a moment. Sorry about that. But whenever I tell this story, I can feel myself becoming anxious and my throat dries out. And it's for two reasons. One, I want to tell the story honestly and sincerely because it really did happen to me. And two, I can't forget the feeling that I had when it happened. It scared me. Okay. So, I had let out, I guess you could say, a little mini scream. (laughs) My friends who were outside heard it. They came running back. So, everyone was talking at once, and they were asking me what had happened. And my mouth was so dry, I could barely get the words out. Something grabbed my purse strap. Something grabbed my purse strap. I remember that I was cold, cold, freezing cold. And I needed to get outside in the sunshine. Once we were outside, I kept mumbling that I could not believe what had just happened. And we were out there in the back of the restaurant for a good five minutes before I finally felt, (laughs) before I finally felt the coldness go away. Little did I know, years later I would find out that that is a side effect of being touched. That cold feeling through, down through my core. So once 
I calmed down. <laughs> My friends were amazed to hear me say, we have to come back and eat here. <laughs> so we had to wait for the restaurant to officially open because we were there early. So we walked up the block and we did some window shopping to kill some time until we could return to the restaurant and actually be seated for lunch. Now the name of this place is called the Bastille and it's named for the French Bastille. It was a jail. It was built in the 1880s and it served as a jail through the 1960s. So this place is old. I mean, really old. You should Google it. Just make sure you add Bastille in Hanford, California. Otherwise, the information that comes up is about the one in France. Okay, so we're at the restaurant. We are seated in a large center room that was originally the mess hall for the prisoners. We sat at a large wooden table and the waitress took our drink orders. Several of us ordered iced tea with lemon. So the waitress came back with our drinks. She placed them all on the table and everybody's talking and chatting. And meanwhile, I'm just sitting quietly. I had my arms folded across my chest, just lost in thought. Before I had a chance to unfold my arms, all of a sudden the lemon garnish from my iced tea floated up in the air. It hovered and then slammed down on the table. My eyes were as white as saucers. Everybody saw it. We all sat there absolutely stunned. Finally, I was able to mutter, did you all see that? And everybody excitedly starts to confirm that yes, indeed, they had seen it. So then I said, did I touch it? And everyone very excitedly confirmed that no, I did not touch the lemon. I was still sitting there with my arms folded across my chest. Now by this time, the waitress heard the commotion and she came over to investigate. And I continued to sit there with my arms crossed. I did not want to touch my iced tea at all. Everyone else told the waitress about my two encounters. Then she looked at me and she says with a big smile, Oh, they like you. <laughs> Great. So... Luckily, the rest of the lunch was uneventful. I don't even remember what I ordered because I was completely blown away by what had happened to me. It's one of the few times in my life that I've been left pretty much speechless. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I have no other explanation for it. I mean, the lemon floating in midair right there in front of all of us and I didn't touch it that was a mind blower so I think if you google the Bastille and life is a journey it might come up I don't know I'm going to try that I don't know where else to share the link you know what maybe well, I'll tweet it. If you guys follow me on Twitter, it's Mouse Connie. That's my handle there. And I will tweet the link to that particular blog post. 
as soon as I publish this episode. So, hope you enjoyed that story. (laughs) It's a true one. I did not make it up, and I had witnesses. (laughs) So, until next time, guys. See ya. As we come to a close of another episode, I'd like to thank you for listening. Really, I mean that. I know that there are thousands of podcasts out there, and I appreciate the fact that you are listening to mine. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends. It can be found on just about any platform that supports podcasts. So whether you listen to Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, or iTunes, and many more, you can find it there. So tell your friends to give a listen to Not Strictly Disney, and I would appreciate it greatly. If you hear me mention my blog during an episode, then you can find photos regarding the things I'm discussing and additional commentary. And the location of that blog is called theenemyisgood.blogspot.com. Now, the actual name of my blog is called Life is a Journey, But if you were to Google that, you'll get about 11 different blogs (laughs) with that name. (laughs) So look for it using the URL. It's theenemyisgood.blogspot.com. If you've got questions or suggestions, please email me at notstrictlydisney at gmail.com. I would love to get emails from you and who knows? If you give me permission, I'll even read your email in a future episode. So until next time, guys, again, thanks for listening. Be good. Go to Disneyland. Have fun and be decent human beings. See ya.